down the back. Such an earworm, as described yeah. by one of our fans. Right, Dave? Who was that? Stephen Jenkinson. Make names up. Yeah, Stephen Jenkinson. <laughs> I saw it. He, he, uh, yeah, he Stephen sent, Jenkinson? He sent fan mail to our PO box. Yeah, don't you remember? <laughs> <laughs> Was it? I think it might have been Julie Anderton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you used to work in the warehouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, she's yeah. got never heard of her. Yeah. Got a forklift <laughs> license. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we started early. Uh, yeah. Well, um, how are you? <laughs> you were yes, yes, very well. Very happy today because. Chelsea are into the FA Cup final. I know. That was... Um, I wish I'd watched that game, actually. I've been a bad yeah, football fan did, today. They did very, very, very well. They did very well, well. Uh, up against uh, a strong Manchester City side. Um, but uh, they played very, very... They looked comfortable, to be honest. <laughs> comfortable. Must surprise Comfortable. Him. Comfortable on the ball. Comfortable off the ball. Comfortable in attack, comfortable in defend, just overall comfort. Comfortable in the changing rooms at half time, you know. Yes, com- they'll be comfortable in their beds tonight. Yeah, I expect. Won't they? Not to get all not altogether. I think that this this opening sequence of this particular episode of Round the Back should win an award for how to start an episode of a podcast. Yeah, it make you know. feel comfortable. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And uh, the comfort award goes to well, it goes to Chelsea because they were the most. They yes one nil thanks I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> what did you have for dinner, Dave? Oh yeah, I had a good dinner tonight, Joe. I had a takeaway tonight. Naughty. I had, a, I had a Ruby Murray. A Ruby Murray. Yep, a Chinese. No, I had a I had a curry. A Ruby. Indian oh, curry. I thought you'd like Andy Murray's mum just delivered you some food or something. No, that's Judy. Judy oh, Murray. Same thing. Judy. Judy, hey, hey. I see you, pal. Judy. Hey, don't you worry about that. There's your curry takeaway, and I get the hell out of her. What kind of curry do you have? Was... Wait, wait, let me guess. Did you have a chicken okay. tikka karai? No. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, I didn't, actually. I know, you always take the joke at me. You always... You always, you always joke at me. Yeah, you always take I, um, the joke at me. <laughs> I've got good... My speech tonight is fantastic. Good for uh, podcasting. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, no, I had a... I do sometimes go slightly off because that one is, isn't always on the menu, is it, in standard restaurants? In fact, I've never seen it on a menu in a no. standard restaurant. And I order it and you always have a little giggle about it. Oh, here he goes. Yeah, yeah. But tonight I stuck with the menu and I had a chicken tikka dupiazza. Oh, on my rep- recommendation, yeah. right? That's my standard. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah. You can right. take the credit for that. Oniony, was it? Very oniony? Mmm. Yeah. It was. Just the right amount of onions. A comfortable amount of onions. Comfortably onioned, were you? Yeah. Very good. Yes. Good. Uh, that was the B track of that famous. Uh, yeah, it was basically a I... series of, of comfort, comfort related songs. So it's comfortably yeah. numb, comfortably onioned, you know, comfortably tired, comfortably yeah. well read. And uh, the last track, Comfort- Dave, of course, was. Comfortably um, overweight. Yeah. 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 After a. A series of comfortable curries. Comfortable Which curries. Which is not when you not when you see really really fat people. It's just slightly chubby. They're just comfortably overweight. Yeah, they're, they're overweight, but they're it's still manageable. Yeah, yeah, manageable. Yeah, exactly. Uh, not going to kill you. <laughs> I'm waiting. Oh right, yeah. I did have a question written down here somewhere. Let me see that one. 
How are you? Uh, did you see the f- What did you have for dinner? <laughs> I had like a fish stew bake thing with... A, a milky fish stew? No, no, this was not... No, no milk involved. This was <laughs> frozen uh, bits of pollock and cod. Uh, brown Beg your pardon? Pollock. Pollock. Oh, right, yep. It's like Joe Willock, but a fish. Um, pollock, it is. Uh, bits of that. Brown rice. Tin tomatoes. And, um, you know, herbs and that. It was good. Stock? <laughs> yeah, probably. I didn't cook it, but... I, probably? I, I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, you didn't cook it, fine. No, right, but so. probably, yeah. Probably stock and that, yeah. Uh, it was good, though. It was good. And do you know what? I'll have it again. Okay, fine. <laughs> it's your choice. That's your prerogative, That's man. That's my choice. So um, I noted this down because something amusing happened to me during the during the week. You said, sorry, you just said it the way you said, "I'll have it again." It was, it was like a surprise to you and your partner. Like, yeah, I'll have it usually again. The stuff she cooks. I'm not having this feel, but this one you sat down. And you, do you know what? I'll have this. Ag- I'm not saying it's nice. Do you know what, love? But I'd eat this again. I'll have it again. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of those neutral middle of the road compliments, isn't it? Where it's like you're actually not saying that it's good. You just say, "Yeah, I'll suffer no. that. I'll suffer that again." Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't turn it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wouldn't kick him out of bed, or you know. <laughs> um, yeah. So, as you know, I've moved into a new place. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we're we're you know it's a fixer up, and we're doing lots of different things all the time, we're trying to fix it all up, you know. And one of the things, we've ordered our carpets, and we had a, a carpet man come round uh, right. to measure and sell us some carpets, right? Mm, proper, that is usually what they do. Uh, yeah, well, proper geezer he was. He had some sort of reptilian skin loafers on. He had like a sort of... A, 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 Did he? A, an open suit with a... Yeah, yeah. And a, and a vest, you know, very, very sort of... Ooh, 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 Sorry, ooh, he, had, he had a suit on with a vest? Well, uh, what am I thinking? They're not a vest, is it? It's uh, a waistcoat. Waistcoat, thank you. I was just saying, it sounds like Rabsy Nesbitt. Yeah, not a Rabsy Nesbitt style. Uh, he did, <laughs> it, some it didn't, didn't look dissimilar to string vest. <laughs> <laughs> Little nipples sticking out of his suit. Oh, uh, that's and um, yeah, yeah, sort of uh, reptilian skin loafers. And he, you know, looked apart. He walked, he had that sort of, oh, it's fucking hell, mate, kind of walk. And. Yeah. Uh, he, he had all the carpets. He had, you know, it was almost like uh, he opened his coat and there's like bits of carpet in there. And he's saying, oh, this one's all, oh, this one's off, 20% off, 10% off. Oh, this one, this one. Oh, well, great carpet. That lovely dog. And uh, he had one of these sample things. He gets out. And some of the names of these carpets are just magic. Brilliant. Yeah. We had um, most of them were tangible things that you can associate with an actual color, like charcoal gray. Or right, must- I can imagine that straight away. Yeah, mustard yellow. Right, you know what that looks like. You can, you can. Not only can you see it, but you can smell it. Right, taste it. Yeah. Well, some of them started to go a little bit off the bandwagon. Uh, they're obviously having fun with them a little bit. One of them, baked potato. <laughs> no. <laughs> Right. Okay. Baked Which potato. Which part of the baked potato though? Well, this is it. What it had is the the tog was like lightish yellow. Like mustardy, yeah. sort of yellowy, grey, yellow, and then a darker yeah. brown in in all like sort of specked in, so that you can like understand even that. You know, a baked potato, you can t- understand why okay. they've called it that colour. Fine. Then there was one that was all on its own in terms of category. It was a, a colour of carpet, Dave, that was called memories. 
Right. So can I have a guess of what kind, <laughs> what colour category that would call, fall under? Yeah, go on. Roughly what colour do you think Memories was? I'm going to say Memories, like a like a duck egg blue. Yes. No way. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, See, it does work then. It, well, yeah, maybe it does. Maybe it isn't abstract, isn't too abstract because... Seriously, I, yeah, I was, was right. Like, if, uh, when I was thinking about it, you know, some sort of smoky blue memory, you know, in a memory yeah. sequence in a movie, it kind of maybe you move for a fog mirror or something. It's kind of bluish, isn't it? There's a duck eggy blue. Yeah, yeah memories. Memories like the flizz and a flang flea in the ching that a charge prize. That one. Uh huh. Hey. <laughs> hey. Here's this week's headlines with me, Diane Keaton. And me, Princess Anne. (laughs) Man almost marries wrong woman after Google Maps sends him to different address. Easy mistake. (laughs) Mum gets tattoo of drawing her son did, then finds out it wasn't actually his. (laughs) Hybrid monkey-human embryos created in lab for first time in scientific breakthrough. (laughs) Clever. (laughs) Sauce lovers jealous after woman gets bean-free tin of beans from Aldi. What's in it then? <laughs> what, what, just sauce. Just full of memories. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> mind-blowing conspiracy theory claims we're all dead and are just reliving our memories. I know it. Mystery animal in tree turns out to be croissant. <laughs> yes. Yes and yes. Uh, those were your uh, this week's headlines with me, Diane Keaton. And me, Prince Anne. Princess Anne. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be able to tell the difference anyway, to be honest. But, um, yeah. Oh, what, oh. between Prince Anne and Princess Anne? No, no, no. All the same to me. <laughs> okay. So would you like to go first with your news, Dave? Yeah, sure. Why not? Absolutely. Sure. Yeah, happy to, happy to, happy to. Uh, this um, article is from the Daily Star reputable yeah and the headline is <clears throat> drunk lads always good isn't it <laughs> start with that yes you know it's going to be strong straight in okay daily star once again drunk lads suffer swollen penises after injecting piles cream for extra girth lads the plural this was what they got together they lads, got they lads lads, right, lads, lads, let's, lads let's put our heads lads, together and lads. see how much girth we can get what? Yeah. Yeah. And they... What, well, it's obviously a... Piles a, it's cream. Obviously, uh, I mean, everyone wants more girth, don't they? It... I'm good. Don't start... Don't start saying, oh, no, I want less girth. Come on, don't start being a show-off. No, no. Hold, hold, well, let, let me stop you here. You're the one that always brings up somehow that you, you're in perfect proportion, you know. I'm not talking about mine. I'm just saying I don't want more girth because I know that to achieve that, you probably have to insert something under my skin which i'm not interested in so why have i got to do it well you know one of us has got to take the bullet haven't they so (laughs) well it's your penis you sort it out (laughs) i wish you were in this group of lads friends because you would have been the reasonable one and go lads 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 no no let's not let's do something else tonight (laughs) 
Not this again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Two men found themselves in hospital suffering from swollen penises penises (laughs) after they injected piles cream into their manhoods to achieve extra girth. The drunken pair were inspired by a bogus YouTube video that offered tips on how men can watch their penis grow. Are there YouTube videos on that? I might assume there is. There must be, yeah. YouTube doesn't Um, sound like the correct... No, I don't don't. I mean, is anyone policing this? I hope so. Yeah. I, <laughs> apparently they have like um, apparently they have algorithms now that detect certain tones of skin color uh that that then they know if something's pornographic. Did you know that? I didn't. How how what do you mean? How are they going to tell if something's pornographic by skin tone? I don't have the answer for that. I just I'm aware that this is a thing that is either in action or being developed. Okay. <laughs> Um, in one in one tutorial, the video advised the men in their thirties from France, Both are specific 30s. For, to them, or just <laughs> these guys were thirty in, and from France. I don't know if the video said, "Hi, are you thirty and from France? You need then piles you need... cream for your penis. <laughs> are you lacking in girth?" <laughs> um, advised the men in their thirties from France to inject their penises with an anti-hematoma cream, which is more commonly used to treat piles. What properties um, of that cream? Will give you more girth. What? Surely there's. Oh, yeah, it doesn't. It does. If you put it on your piles, it doesn't make your piles more girthy, does it? Well, this is the thing. Uh, and you it's to make them disappear. Surely. Uh, so. But their penis is swole. Your so... penis would just disappear. <laughs> and then reappear on your anus. Hmm. Uh, yes, no? it sounds scientific. Okay. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm just riffing. Um. <laughs> But rather than treating their own private parts, the two men agreed agreed to experiment on each other. Of course. Sure. Logical. I mean, not like... It's only putting cream on. You can do that yourself. You don't have to go, well, I'll have to do yours and you'll have to do mine. It's the only way. <laughs> <laughs> one of them surely go, well, no, I, can, I, think I, I think I can manage this by myself. You go in one room and do it. And I'll... No, 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 no. <laughs> we ha- it says here we have to... You can't put it on your own... <laughs> penis you have to do it and you have to make sure it's really rubbed in as well uh, anyway doctors in strasbourg who treated the pair explained that they experienced progressive painful swelling of the penis during the night and went to hospital the following morning unsurprisingly the friends told doctors they experienced pain when medics touched their penises uh, not all the time just on this occasion yeah no not yeah <laughs> So, um, I wonder how many times then they've they've gone to the hospital uh, and asked medics to touch their penis. Uh, maybe they yeah. go to the well, hospital would... together, you know, beforehand, and like, oh, doctor, look, I've got piles on my penis. Oh, maybe we need don't to don't touch it though. Maybe we need to, you know, it hurts. do the jab. And... <laughs> um, medical experts concluded that they had probably blocked their lymph vessels in the penis, preventing normal filtering processes. The rare experience led to photos of the men's painful members being published in a medical journal. No, that is not what you want. <laughs> I mean, you do not want. That's not what you. That's not something to aim for, is it? And also, the, the did you say it, it stops the normal filtering? Yeah, the normal filtering process. Filtering is, of what is is what I'm I'm interested about. Fluids. Uh, yeah. Ooh. Could be a number of fluids, couldn't it? A number of fluids do pass through the. Uh, the penis, yeah. as, I, as I understand it. There's three main ones, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
They were given medica- medication to treat the swelling, but so far have not returned for a follow-up consultation, it has been said. Really? Probably after seeing that academic journal with their knobs in it. Yeah, we, yeah. Be- we better not go Famous. back. Yeah, they might want to take an aftershot, you know. Ooh. Um, Dr. Rich Vidy, a consultant urologist at the Queen Elizabeth Hospital in Birmingham, told the Mail Online, In this story, we have two amateurs, under the influence of alcohol, injecting a product not designed to be injected in their penises under the guidance of a YouTube video. Oh, I see. I beg your pardon. It wasn't just rubbing on cream. It was injecting. Mm. So that, you, I mean, would you rather inject your penis or someone else's? I mean, this is not a question I was prepared to receive this evening. Have you not been asked this before? I've not been asked it before. Could you repeat it one more time, please? Would you rather inject something into your own penis or your or your good friends? Uh, uh, I mean, I, the fact that you're having to think about it, I, uh, it has to makes be my me own. think maybe I don't want to come and see your new flat. It has to be my own, yeah. But you know, I was good. thinking about if does that mean if I if I um, you know, does that mean I have to get something injected into mine as well? Uh, well you if would I was be to injecting do his, your own. You know, do, yeah. would I then have to have someone else? You know, so yeah, it has to be my own. has to be. Yeah, I, th- I think that's the way to go. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> it took you a while to get there, but you got the right answer in the end. Um, he says, this was never going to work out well, and there's a real likelihood that there will be irreversible damage with long-term implications for their erections. <laughs> just that. Why is that don't laugh don't laugh at that no other word, functions <laughs> no just say their penises don't say that don't don't describe them in their stood to attention <laughs> uh, this is something no right-minded individual would do i don't think he's a fan of these two i mean he's sort of going beyond his uh doctor patient uh you know position in a way, isn't he? He doesn't have to say his opinion about them. He doesn't have to question their yeah, mental state. Yeah. I mean, perhaps their mental state should opinion, be questioned. But, you know. um, Dr. Viney believes that the men were looking to increase the girth of their penises, which has become a popular fad in recent times. Has it? <laughs> has it? Uh, pass me by that, I'm pleased to say. Yeah. I d- I'm not seeing... Um, but yeah, like you say, it's uh, maybe for the kids. Not kids, not the <laughs> not children. But these men you were know, both I in mean, their thirties, the Dave. Both in their thirties, these gents, like you and yeah, I. So. Like us, like us, yeah. yeah. Could have been us. Yeah. Could have been us. Well, you know, it's been a while since I've I've um searched in YouTube for penis enlargement videos. So I'm out of the loop. So if it is a, a recent fad, then I wouldn't I wouldn't have heard about it. So been, been a while. Mm, yeah. Now they just pop up for you, don't they? Yeah, yeah. How long has it been for you? Never had to look, mate. You worry about that. Uh, uh, ha, ha, where's the advert for a reducing size? <laughs> oh, that would be a different type. That would be uh, like a rash cream. You inject that in. And, uh, yeah. I've got loads of that. Yeah. Well, there we go, then. For me eczema. <laughs> I haven't got eczema. I didn't think you but did. there's nothing wrong with people who have got eczema nothing, either. Nothing, no. It is, a, it is a serious condition not to be laughed at. Absolutely. That's your penis news. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I, I, I was just generally stunned by the imagery in that. I didn't have really much to say about it, and I still don't. Yeah, it was very descriptive. I mean, it was all in the detail, wasn't it? Yes. I just <laughs> Unfortunately. Don't, I, yes, I just don't understand what they were trying to find on YouTube. Was it, was it like, oh, yeah, let's... 
let's watch some because uh, YouTube isn't the place for that. That's that's something you'd find on I don't know I do I don't know these these things, but YouTube is no, too commercial. I mean, isn't I, don't it? Know. I mean, we've been drunk on numerous occasions together, and if we were to turn on YouTube, I can't imagine those would be the sort of videos we'd be looking for. Yeah, and together, you know, when we are drunk together and with other people present also. It's very rare and very very unlikely for us to end up in a situation where we are A, in front of YouTube, B, with syringe in hand, and C, have access to Piles cream whilst under the influence of alcohol. Uh, yes. So it's an odd yeah. series of events that's led these gentlemen into this position, and uh, I hope they're taking a long, hard look at themselves. And um, yeah. <laughs> oh, really? really? Well, they were. <laughs> With they their one eye. They're a long, hard look at each other. Yeah. <laughs> eye to eye. Yeah. Uh, Japs eye. Yeah. Anyway, there we go. That's your news. Very nice. Well, my news, unusually, is from the BBC news. News. Ah. And uh, it was, in fact, one of your headlines. No. Yeah. (laughs) Mystery tree beast turns out to be croissant. Are you a croissant (laughs) or a croissant person? Um. I think like most uh, phrases like this, we have a dual opportunity on pr- pronunciating them. <laughs> I flip between the two. Yeah. Does it depend on your, yeah. does it depend on the audience who you're with? Let me just croissant, croissant. Yeah, I've said both. I, have, I must admit, I'm a... Well, if you, say it in the, if you say it in the Francophile way, you wouldn't pronounce the T, you'd be like croissant, right? In the what, in the what way? In the French way. If you're a francophile, oh, a f- if you like French stuff, a francophile. Yeah, you know, you just put, you know, you just put a file on the end of something, and uh, you know, like yeah, it makes it you know, sound good. Like doesn't if it? you like kids, you know, there's that one. For that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, if you like kids, you know, if you like chocolate, you're a chocophile. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you if you if you like French stuff in it, you'd say croissant. Yeah, and you're a francophile. Yeah, <laughs> makes you a francophile. Yeah. Anyway, I'm a croissant. It doesn't guy. matter what it is. If you put file on the file on the end of a word, it makes it sound sinister. It does because of the yes, the uh, pedo link. Uh, anyway, this story, <laughs> <laughs> mystery tree beast turns out to be croissant. Uh, so, when animal welfare officers received a report of an unusual animal lurking in a tree in the Polish city of Krakow. They were not sure what to expect. Yeah. How do Polish people um, speak again? Uh, it's sort of like that, isn't it? I think. Um, sure. Yeah, yeah. People aren't opening their windows because they're afraid it will go into their house, the woman reportedly said. Uh, what, yeah. the croissant? The croissant, Yeah. Yeah. So, but (laughs) but a visit to the area showed the creature in question was not a bird or even a reptile, but a croissant. So the uh, that's it. It was in a tree. What did they think it was? It's a croissant in a in a very small tree, and uh, well, this is a photo that's a close up. To me, Dave, it looks like a croissant. That's all I can say. But some concerned residents thought 
I think that it was some sort of reptile. So let, I'll continue. The crack of the, the crack <laughs> so of they're all looking around it, going, "What is it? What I can't believe it." And someone comes along, and goes, "What that? That's a croissant." And they went, "You bloody francophile, you get out of it! <laughs> it's a croissant. They, damn you!" They they spray painted on his door, francophile. <laughs> Called the police on him. Yeah. <laughs> The Krakow Animal Welfare Society said the incident was genuine. And that is, that's a sentence that has its own paragraph in this article. And I love that because it's like the article is so dumb that they have to have a sentence that says, no, the Krakow Animal Welfare Society actually did do this. This is a real thing. And it, it required right. a whole sentence in the article to say, we're not bullshitting you. Brilliant. So, writing on Facebook, the organisation said its officers had asked the desperate caller whether the unidentified animal, which had been in the tree for two days, could be a bird of prey. So this this thing had been sitting in there for two days, not moved a muscle, and uh, they're like... <laughs> not moved a muscle, it's a it, bit of bread. <laughs> hadn't moved uh, any of its buttery twirls. Uh, <laughs> could it be a bird of prey? Yeah. The woman responded that it looked more like a lagoon, which is Polish for lagoon, before remembering... Oh, they've got... They've really stretched that word, haven't they? (laughs) (laughs) Before remembering the correct word she meant to say, which is leguan, which is Polish for iguana. Better. So they thought it was an iguana, which is a giant lizard in the tree. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They're not too similar, are they, really? <laughs> I mean, if, look, if you I'm... were to put them side by side, you go, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know which is which. I mean, uh, I don't know which one to eat. Uh, it's like one of those, uh, you know, when some, you know, like a psychiatrist is testing someone with a series of images. Like, what do you, what do you see when I show you this? And it's like some really abstract shape on a black background. And it's just a picture of a croissant. The person goes, iguana, it's an iguana. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you put them in front of two in front of one person. They go, oh, I don't know, really. I mean, I'd, I'd eat them both. <laughs> oh, you bloody francophile. You eat anything where you launch you? <laughs> Frogs, snails. Yeah. Horses, bloody francophiles. Croissants. Croissants. <laughs> <laughs> Although the inspectors knew that it was unlikely that a reptile would survive the cool spring temperatures in the southern Polish city for more than a couple of days, they wondered if the animal could have been an unwanted pet abandoned by its owners. Arriving on the scene, however, the inspectors found the headless and limbless object in a lilac tree, a pastry probably thrown out of the window of a nearby building to feed birds. There we go. Or iguanas. Or, you know, oh, no, it was an iguana. It, Sorry. It wasn't an iguana. No. Do you say iguana? Iguana. Iguana. Yeah. Iguana. You don't. You say iguana. Yeah, iguana. Yeah, how it's said in English. Let's not, listen, we can't do every word, Joe. <laughs> iguana. In fucking language. Right, right, right. I mean, I know you've got this in the podcast. For a little, I'm, I'm gonna. I'll bring this up again later. Let's not iguana. get ahead of ourselves. No, no. Iguana. No, no. Iguana. No, no, no. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's you my and I news. Are so very different. When it comes to language. Uh, even though we speak the same one, apparently. Yeah, that, there's me then. That's my news. Sure. <laughs> I've been uh, Diane Keaton. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Dave, continue, pray. Yeah. You touched me. You touched on it briefly. You didn't touch me. You touched on it briefly 
words, different um, the the way people say words. Now we've had a, uh, we have done this on the podcast. It's not just in our private conversations. We have done this on the podcast. I think yeah. it's, it's come up a few so times. So we're gonna make we're gonna get we're gonna make this a bit of a thing now, and we want to get our listeners' inputs. Um, and it is our new uh, segment. Thank you. Good timing. <laughs> <laughs> and it is ready. Worry versus worry. Yay, we did it. You were, or should you I were say, gesturing at me, so I thought, oh, better press it now. Then. I know, yeah. I was saying, get ready, get ready. <laughs> so pointing your finger down is get ready. Got it. I remember that get next re- time. Yeah, don't, you've never done scuba diving. <laughs> um, yeah, or should I say worry versus worry? Because, well, I say worry. And I say worry. Which is obviously wrong, but, you know, for the purposes of this, we'll go with it. Like so, Laurie, um, you know. Sorry? Like Laurie. It's very similar. Just change the W for the L. Same, same spelling, same, uh, same um, inflection. Worry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what we're asking everyone is, is it worry like curry or worry like Laurie? Um, that's just going to become our, a new... This is gonna, that's going to get in your head. That's going to stick. You're going you're to be asking your friends and families about this like shit out uh, to help out yeah i like that it's got a ring to it we're gonna we're gonna get some um we're gonna post this on instagram and uh we want your opinions on this um so basically we can just prove that joe is wrong mm-hmm. um sure. and then move on to the next and then we didn't you didn't want to forfeit or anything like that i think worried that you might that you're gonna lose obviously i'm not worried at all especially after i've discovered that you pronounce the word iguana iguana that actually fills me full of confidence I'm sure there's lots of words that we say differently (laughs) yeah I expect there are Yeah, and they all deserve a good Um, fight you know but we're going to go with worry versus worry so we're asking you what worry like curry oh I nearly slipped up then (laughs) worry (laughs) worry like curry or worry like lorry so keep an eye out on Instagram and Facebook Uh, we're going to put a short clip of us each of us saying the word how we believe it should be said and we'd like your comments on that so we can total it up and then let that the whole world know um who is right and who is wrong obviously we're taking into account accents aren't we oh yeah 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 because if you're from say uh manchester then you will say worry won't you point for me so well, no, it's not. I'm going to no, be tapping that's, into the Manchester because you don't market. have a Manchester accent. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, you know, they're still they're still British people, right? So I'm going to I'm going to yeah, attack no, no, Manchester. No, accent, and... accent is key. We'll, we'll say that we're sort of London and the South. I think that's fair. I think this is discriminatory, personally. Well, it's not though, is it? Because of course you're going to say it differently depending on your accents. But you and I have similar accents. Similar? Do we not? Similar? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm slightly more posh than you, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Slightly more posher than you, obviously. That's right. Um, you are obviously. You know, I, I don't mean be rude, but you, you're common scum. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
No, no, you're 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 obviously quite fairly middle class, aren't you? I don't know, in accent, right? perhaps I'll take that, but it's just where I'm from, all right? Come on. Yeah, no, I'm come not on. having a go. It's just <laughs> you know, it's just it's your parents' fault. <laughs> yeah, um, they've brought you up. They brought brought you up wrong. Dragged, mate. Dragged me. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Well, um, so I blame uh, I blame them. I won't say their names. I'll probably say them wrong. <laughs> don't try and pronounce it. It's too difficult. Yeah. No. For you. No. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to yeah, keep an eye out for that. That's our, this is our new, I guess it's our new uh, little segment that we're going to uh, open up to the world. Worry like curry or worry like lorry. Very good. Uh, ding, ding. Like, yeah, sorry, I didn't do it. <laughs> Very good like BBC English, uh, present, presentators English there, Dave. The way that you said that. It was nice. Well, I am trained. Soothing, yeah. Been on TV, haven't you? So, I've been in the bill. Yeah, yeah. You know, have I told you that before? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, no. Tell me about it again. Do you know what? I said today? They're, they're, Not in my day. <laughs> hey, hey. That's a fucking talking. <laughs> I read somewhere that the ITV are thinking of bringing it back. Well, I mean, they'll need they'll need someone in their mid thirties to uh, run away from the police again, won't they? There are people we're watching it going, I wonder what happened to that young scallywag on the Jasmine Allen estate. Yeah. That yeah. had one line. He had one line, yeah. <laughs> Where is he now? <laughs> and he's turned no, he's no. turned a corner. I'm still going. Yeah. He's turned a corner. Um and now he's perhaps he's even turned his life around. Perhaps he be- even became a police officer. How about that? Mm. Uh well, get hold of the writing team. I'll probably leave it. I'm too busy with this sort of stuff anyway. That's right, yeah. Not in my day. <laughs> Not in my day it is. So, um, I don't know if you've heard the news about Tottenham. Uh, and yes, it, I have finished. And it's, it's not good yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if you've heard the news about Tottenham. And, and it's not just that Tottenham are shit. Um, it's... it's uh, <laughs> no, no offence, uh, Tottenham fans. And don't get too excited, Arsenal fans. They're just not having a very good spell at the moment, are they? Jose's defensive masterclass... Tactics don't seem to be working right now. No, I think Kane got injured today as well. He did, and he's been obviously dragging them, uh, well, to where they are in the league right now, as he usually does, but um, doesn't have perhaps the uh, defensive rock behind him that he had in previous years, but um, there we go. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, But yes, not in my day, Tottenham Hotspur have uh, apparently been trolled by a rogue member of the Dulux social media team. Okay, uh, right. And okay. this came just minutes after announcing a new sponsorship deal with them. So Dulux uh, and Tottenham Hotspur have paired up. Dulux are sponsoring Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, okay. And in the news of announcing that, when they officially announced on Twitter uh, that Dulux, the nation's number one paint brand, as they call themselves, uh, as their first ever... Official paint supplier. <laughs> Sorry, what? Yes. Why have Tottenham Hotspur, why do they need an official paint supplier? Why does any football team need an official paint supplier? <laughs> why does anybody what does need an official need? paint supplier? I mean, maybe if you're like a big building firm or something, you're a company like, yeah, you might want some sort of partnership like that. But I mean, surely they've painted their new stadium already, haven't they? It's not going to need a lick of paint for a little while. Tottenham Hotspur have their own painting and decorating division (laughs) going around with little Tottenham Hotspur vans. (laughs) 
<laughs> Maybe. What's going on? Uh, well, but yeah. I don't, we must find out if other teams have an official paint supplier. It, is it like painting the Golden Gate Bridge? You know that the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco famously is always being painted because it's so large and the weather is mm. battering it all the time that there's always a team painting it from one side to the other. And by the time they finish, they need to go back the other side and paint it again. Like... Is that what is is that it with their stadium that they're constantly painting it all the time? Surely not. Is it always having to touch it up? Yeah. Is that just the Cockney way? You know, and, oh, they're just getting all these dodgy uh, workmen all the time. Don't do a proper job. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's not let's not go uh, start accusing the hard workers of the London the, building the, trade. The Cockney people. Lazy and uh, what did you say? The Cockney people. I said. What are the Cockney? Alan people? Partridge well, reference. Just, is, even worse. That's all. That's all of them. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, so uh, this this um, trolling by a rogue member of the Dulux social media team came just minutes after the official announcement that uh, Dulux would be Tottenham Hotspur's first ever official paint supplier. Uh, this sure. this is a quote uh, from um, Dulux's sorry Tottenham's official web- website. The relationship will see us benefit from the unrivaled expertise in paint and colour that Dulux provides. How are they? What, how are they benefiting from this? <laughs> what are they? Be- <laughs> I mean, is it, sure, is it like it's great the- when they need some paint. <laughs> but how often does that come round? Is it picking the perfect uh, shade of white to complement the yeah. Tottenham colours? Is that it? I mean, maybe they've got a shade of uh, paint called memories because that's all they have yeah (laughs) memories of trophies yeah oh yeah something like that some banter like that really it was good wasn't it uh Uh, memory uh, memories what's that like a duckhead blue how the fuck did you know that (laughs) just from that word (laughs) in fact they did have a duckhead blue away kit a few years ago as i remember uh, yeah, maybe that's what it was. Yeah, memories. yeah, there we go. Tottenham wearing the uh, the colour of memories today. <laughs> this should become more of an official thing, I think. So, just minutes after the announcement was posted on at uh, Spurs official their their official Twitter, a number of fans started joking about the deal. One fan said, "Can the dog, meaning the Dulux dog, can the dog play centre back?" While oh, the big shaggy dog, big yeah. shaggy dog, yeah. While another commented. Time to paint the trophy cabinet. And that's a crucial, crucial comment there. Uh, right. So then, to the surprise of many fans reading the post, and the, so these initial comments were just from fans joking about, but to, mm. to the surprise of many, after seeing these jokey comments, at Dulux UK, the official Dulux Twitter, decided to chime in and start trolling Jose Mourinho's team. So, Ooh. a Twitter user called Rohit Matur posted, time to paint that trophy cabinet. And then Dulux UK, the official Dulux Twitter account, replied with an image of an empty trophy cabinet with Tottenham Hotspur logo on it, saying, (laughs) for sale, unused trophy cabinet, telephone, 03, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Trolling the team that they have just apparently struck up this great relationship with. Then, uh, in response to that previous tweet that I read out from uh, a Twitter user called Chris, saying, can the dog play centre-back? Dulux UK responded saying, he might do a better job, Chris. So they <laughs> dig it in. They just dig it in. Right? Yeah. Was, it the, was it this bloke's last day or something? Uh, it, quite possibly. Or he's almost definitely an Arsenal fan. Uh, because <laughs> we need to find out what happened to him because he... 
Uh, they were, just went, yeah, we're going to let someone else run that yeah, account now. Take that That's away right. from you. And then uh, some, well, that's a name I can't pronounce. Another Twitter user said, paint the dusty trophy cabinet and then a winky face. And then Dulux UK responded saying, don't be silly. Surfaces should be dust free before painting. So they're obviously, you know, they, they've suddenly thought, well, we need to actually behave like a, uh, a paint manufacturer and give some good advice rather than just mm. uh, taking the piss out of our uh, customers. And sponsors. That is that is good advice actually because it it will get stuck to your bristles and it will it will decolor de- discolor the paint on it and that perfect yeah. Tottenham white will sort of become a grey, really. Mm. Yeah. Well, it will. Well, it will. Yeah, it will. Um, that's that's the not in my day. I don't think that would have happened in my day for a couple of reasons. Really, Twitter wouldn't have didn't exist in our day, did it, Dave? And then of course the partnership between a paint manufacturer. And a football team is is absurd and pointless. So, you know, things weren't absurd and pointless in our day. So that wouldn't have happened either. Um, no. So yeah, ofi- oh, you're official. A- you're absolutely right. Official paint suppliers for football teams, and it got me thinking about you know other strange suppliers of things for football teams. You know, like official sandwiches, official. Official shoes. Official shoes supplier. Well, mind you, they, that's that's football boots, isn't it? I suppose. No, no these would be shoes. That they just w- normal shoes, shoes like, not football um, boots. A smart shoe. Mm, yeah. And that official, you know, that's the not in my day. Official. Um, official elasticated waistband trousers. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, more useful than paint. On a day-to-day. Uh, yeah, we're saying these things as if they're ridiculous, but they're, in fact, much more sensical than paint. I mean, do they are they just going to, like, is it like, oh, yeah, we just delivered you, like, 10 pallets of, of Dulux paint. They've just got some paint hanging around in the stadium now. Is that what it is? They just need to use it? Yeah. Like, what? what? Offic- official reading glasses. <laughs> <laughs> For the sort of more elderly and sight-impaired members of the Tottenham staff, yeah. They might want to read Jose Mourinho's extensive notes or his uh, his match day. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, load of rubbish. Wouldn't have happened in my day. Um... Not in my day. Official. Um... Still going, are we? All right. Still going. <laughs> uh, official. Official croissant. Official croissant. Official supply. garden. Gardening. Official. Um... Oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. So what have we got coming up next, Dave? Uh, I have got for you a um, article about a footballer that you may wonder where he is. Where are they now? Um, Joe? Yes? A former. This is uh, this article is from the Watford Observer. Uh, I'm uh, aware of the publication. Yes, I've dug deep. <laughs> um, a former England and Premier League footballer turned out for a non-league cup game at the weekend. Brilliant. And have a guess. Uh, Paul Merson. No. Um, Keith Gillespie. No. Rule Fox. No. Warren Barton. No. David Batty. No. 
Am I hot or cold? No. <laughs> Continue then. I mean, this could, this could, this could go on. It's, it's too long. Joe Cole. Oh, right. Who made more than 550 senior appearances over his career, played 45 minutes for Radlett-based Bellstone FC. Right, okay. Uh, Cole, 39, is friends with the Bellstone manager Aaron Lincoln and he was able to convince the former Chelsea, Liverpool and West Ham star to play for his side, which has been based in Radlett since 1992, in case you were wondering. I was curious, yes. Um, the former professional footballer played the first half of a cup match in Harefield, of which Bellstone won 2-1, thanks to goals uh, from Chelsea Academy player Perry Dicker. <laughs> Perry Dicker, that's a name, isn't it? Wow. Perry Dicker, yeah. Um, the club are hopeful Cole will make another appearance when they play when they face Sandridge Rovers at home in the next round on Saturday. Great football names. Brilliant. So yeah, yeah, he didn't score. He killed he curled a shot and hit the post. Uh, apparently there was a real buzz around the place. I mean, he had that uh, star quality, didn't he? Uh, I remember that goal he scored against Sweden was. Yeah, yeah, he scored a good goal against Man United. Is that allowed? Is that isn't that classed as a ringer? What just getting just, your mate to play? Just yeah, I mean, surely you've got to like list your squad, haven't you? You can't just. Sort I think of... you, you think you have to have registered players. Yeah, we don't just have anyone just turn up and be like, yeah, I'm famous. I'll I'll, I'll jump in. Yeah, well, I'm saying I think they have to be good at football as well, not just like <laughs> like Kerry Katona or something. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, but he turned out, apparently, he, turned, he forgot his boots. A bit rusty then. I <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little well, bit, well, yeah. I need to play this game. Yeah, oh, I just turned up, it'll be all right. Forgot my boots. What? Forgot yeah. his boots. Don't worry, Joe. We've got an official shoe supplier yeah. for this team. I'm just imagining, going back to the Tottenham thing, I'm just imagining like a representative from Dulux just sort of always, always, at, you know, sitting around at the board meetings. And he's always in the background at the team talks. He's just waiting for his moment, just waiting to go, don't worry, I'm here. We've got the paint. You know, he's, yeah. he's going to be waiting a little while. But if it was... A, an did, a, you, a, did you say paint? <laughs> no, I said if someone were to faint. I'm talking to the medics, please. <laughs> just sit back in your corner. There we go. Um, so yeah, Joe Cole, he's just uh, pitching up, help his mate out, help the team. Um, but I imagine there'll be, if, if you were on the other side, you'd be like, hang on a minute. Yeah. You can't, you can't just have ex-Premier League winners just rocking up and, you know, doing the biz. It's a little bit like yeah. when, uh, when you, you know, you're playing football at school and the PE teacher's like, right, I'm going to join that team. And you're like, well, come on. It's not fair. Fuck off. You're a man. <laughs> I reckon someone said that to him as well. Has Fuck anyone ever off, said that to you man. before? Fuck off, you're a man. <laughs> no, but I hope one day to be man yeah. enough for someone to say that to me. You're not supposed to be in these toilets. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, That's what Joe do you, remember, was remember, do you remember the time when you first got referred to as a man? By uh, a stranger? Um... I think it was when I worked in retail as a as barely a man. I would have been like seventeen or something behind the tills yeah. in a shop, and, she, and you know, like a, I don't know, a mum and a kid go, "Oh, give the money to the man." It's like what to the man? You like, yeah, like, yeah give yeah, the yeah. fucking money to the man, boy. That's right. <laughs> Get you what your mother says. Hand it over. Yeah. And then she go, oh, "I think we're gonna go somewhere else." You've ruined it. Yeah. All right. See you later, geezer. I said to him. See. You. <laughs> 
Fuck off, you man. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a great insult, is it? You can't just start saying that. Do you know what you are? Do you know what you are? You are a man. I mean, it is to an ultra-feminist, isn't it, I suppose? So... Well, right. and I, you know what? You know I am. Uh, you are. Uh, you f- Please. Fucking man. <laughs> Burn the bras. <laughs> A bit past that time now. It's uh, What's the modern in- incarnation of that? Burn the thong? Hmm. Yeah. Maybe. I guess a, I guess a man can wear a thong, though, so... And they do as well, and I and I will, you know, I, I, will, I won't do it myself, but I would fight and die for the right of men to wear thongs. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But we've all, I mean, we've all tried on one of the thongs, haven't we? Well, we've all done that. You know, come it, on. It comes yeah. a time in every. Just between us. Every is that, man's just life. me and you here now. Yeah, so just <laughs> is that where Joe Cole's at then? Joe Cole wearing thongs? Remember that boots? night? We just tried it. We tried those thongs on. We in, we rubbed cream into each other's penises. And injected it was a great uh, night. piles of cream in. Yeah. It was. Oh. Yeah. Ended up at the hospital. We've, we made it into that book that we were really going for. <laughs> that journal. Yeah, a journal of... Uh, oh, God, I dread to think what that journal's called. I can't imagine that's a particularly fun read, that journal. Is it all about cocks? I think it's a picture book, mainly. Yeah, yeah, when the, the pages are, like, really thick and there's about eight of them. Uh, and, mm. uh, and it, but it, but Different... Like a kiss, but different bits that you pull back to reveal, like things. Yeah, but it, but it's like it, a three, a pop up. That's right, but it's a, it's a scientific journal, right? So it's a, the, the protagonist is a scientist called Adrian, yeah, and they're wandering through this world of deformed penises, and uh, every, yeah. you know, and it's a scratch and sniff as well, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, there is that, there is that quite famous range of books. That's not my. Have you heard of? That's not my penis. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a. You've got. That's not my. That's not my kitten. That's not my thing. So maybe they, that. Maybe that could be a new range for adults. Yeah. Uh, that's. That's not my penis. That's not my syringe filled with piles cream. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, Joe Cole. That's where he is now. Oh, you, right, I'll, do, I'll do that again. Hold on. <laughs> And that's where they are now. Going well, isn't it, tonight? Oh, yeah. Synchronicity. It's that, it's that peppermint tea's gone to my head. <laughs> uh, so, I think, I think this, Dave, this is my favourite feature. In fact, what's coming up now? I, uh, knew, I, 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 knew, I knew you was going to say that. <laughs> Pundiful like current puns. Opinionated punditress. Punted in the creamy puns. Spraying you with punny spunk. Puns. Ah. Mm. Ooh. 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 Ugh. Huh? Ugh. Oh. So what, what, what was uh, last week in this week's pun category, David? Uh, it was football and religion, suggested by number one Fian Dian. Who has also contributed a number of high-quality puns uh, that we will be reading out presently. It was a very good uh, yeah, we- subject. I'm surprised we didn't come to it before. It's a big subject. It's broad. And uh, I must admit, Dave, having read these amazing pun suggestions from our fans and hardcore listeners, I feel that I've been put to shame with the puns that I created last week. These are much, much better. I agree. Yeah. Uh, so, congrats. <laughs> Should we start with uh, Rob Barnett? Sure. Yeah. Go for it. Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire. 
Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Very good. Um, he got uh, <laughs> Jamie Vicarriga. Vicarriga. <laughs> Vicarriga. And Raul Jimenez. Perfect. Good. Good. And also Prey Parlor. Yeah. I mean, simple is best, right? And I'm surprised I didn't yeah. see this one myself. I was looking at the Barcelona team thinking, how can I... Uh, Lionel Massey for the Catholics among Good. Oh. Good. And Josie Font. Yeah. Just, again. Where you get where you little get a little water on your head and that. That's it, yeah, yeah. Not me. I'm I'm a, I'm a heathen. Alter Stegen. Alter <laughs> yeah. At the, Stegen. Where, you'd, where you'd find the font, font isn't it? That, exactly, yeah, I think. Yeah. I'm a heathen, yeah. so again, I'm not sure, but uh... Heathen or hell? <laughs> <laughs> no. So I think that's all from uh, Rob Barnett, isn't oh. there? Thank you, Rob. He actually he, he said Nick Pope. Which is, yeah. I believe, I'm not, one not that reading you... that out because that's one of mine. Yeah, yeah, thought so. Get your own. <laughs> um, so then we've actually got the we've got some here from number one fan Dan. We do. It's his his uh, category, so I expected him to pipe up, and he has. <laughs> and his first one is Jesus. Straight to the point. Yeah, nice and easy. Yeah. Declan Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Declan Christ. Very good. I like yeah. it. Jesse Mary Magdalene Guard. <laughs> yeah. Um, Vicar Moses. And he's put in brackets double. Double. Because I think yeah. he's got two in one there, which thank you for pointing that out. So we will, we will mention it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Made sure we got it. Water into wine, Aldum. <laughs> yeah. Very good. 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 Um, Lent Alexander Arnold. Again, simple is best. Yeah. And uh, Hyung Min Son of God. <laughs> and yes. I, I got Andrew Roberts Son of God. So close oh, you did. on that one. So he kind yeah. of kind of stole that one from you then. Well, you, you could say that, but his is better because it's Son on its own. Hyung Min Son of God. Okay. So Fine. superior. Fine. Uh, um, and then we come to the um, the pun kin. No, what do we say we're going to call him? The, the Punisher, was it? Or the, or the, the Punisher. The King Pun. Right, the Punisher, yeah. No, oh, it's Punisher, yeah. Uh, yeah. Our very Red own uh, resident pun genius, uh, Red Kitch. The pun master. Mm. You, anyway. You go first. He's got <laughs> um, Graham Bisharp. Yeah, very good. Emre Vati Khan. Good. I mean, it's Chan, isn't it? But Vatican, Vatican, Vatican. You say worry, I say worry. <laughs> That's true. Um, Galilee Chapman. <laughs> <laughs> I like this next one a lot. Padre Clements. <laughs> brilliant. It's brilliant. Yeah. Um, Frankincense Lampard. Excellent. Excellent. Christmassy vibe there. Yeah, yeah. And a, a, a non-Christian one now, which is a, you know, welcome, you know. Okay, yeah. Christian Dal- Daily Lama, Christian Dalai Lama. Yeah. But he does put, he does mention that is a double whammy as well, because it's Christian yeah. Daily Lama. That's so it. It, is, it, is, it is Christian, I'm afraid. Well, it's both, isn't it? It has yeah. non-Christian elements. Um, Ian Archbishop. Very good. Treverend Francis. Treverend. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Trevor. Reverend. Trevor. Trevorend. Um uh and um 
Joseph Yobo and his Technicolor Dreamcoat. Now, I think that one's my favourite just because it's, it's absurd and it's dumb. I like it. It's more like my style, yeah. you know, when I just turn it into a sentence. <laughs> yes, he's gone for the word. He's gone, gone wordy. Yeah, yeah. You know, respect for that. Respect. Some strong, some strong ones there. Really good. So we'll have to think of something for next week, or we could get other people to think of it, like we usually do. Yeah, well, that's that's it's work smart, not hard, is my motto for life. And working smart in this context would be to get our listeners to do some of the work for us. You know, so About bloody time, mate. To be honest, yeah, well, yeah, busy man. So yeah, well, if you as listeners can think of any uh, pun categories for next week, chime in. Uh, let's send a post out on uh, Instagram and uh, get you all involved. And, uh, of course, look out for the uh, worry, which is the correct way to say it, versus worry. That's uh, Which is the correct way to say which it. Which is the correct way to say it. Uh, Instagram post, which is coming your way, where you'll be asked to comment on uh, on that with what you think is the correct uh, pronunciation of the word. Hey, Dave, have you ever heard of this thing called Patreon? Yes, I believe it's where um, people can donate a certain uh, sort of subscription to their favourite podcast, support, supporting them really, um, for a minimum fee of £3 a month. And it goes towards uh, it's covering all sorts of costs that we incur. That's right. And you can get there by going to www.patreon.com forward slash round the back. But we really don't like to mention it. No, because. It is your it choice. Is, it's a choice. It is your choice. It is your choice, choice. yeah. It's and it's, it's one that for you and only you to make. So, <laughs> final word to sum up the episode, Dave. Thank you. I'm going to go for Francophile.